cute this bow is. What's a ponytail holder? It looks like the American flag. It's not. Don't do play with me. It really does. This is so childish. What is it? What is it? It's nothing. They sent it to me. Um, they get. They sent it to me with my lashes. And I'm out of ponytail holders, and so I would grab this one because it's on the counter. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. It gives me like a little. Bro, did you? No. <laughs> no, did you finish um, Madam PJ Walker? Oh, yeah. Corny as hell. The acting was corny as hell. I just don't feel like Tiffany Haddish would exist in the 1930s. That's because Tiffany Haddish played as herself in that movie. Like, exactly. Like, she has no she has no range. And I was just like, why is her voice her voice? Like, you could have did something else. And then, like, I get it. Like, it wasn't like a movie. It was just more so like a, you know, what is what do you call it? A reenactment? But it was too modern for me. Like they were saying they were completely poor. Then come to find out that Anne lady, she's not even all that light skinned in real life. She's not mixed at all. Then she wasn't as evil as they made her out to be the the daughter's girlfriend. She doesn't exist in real life. Let me stop you. It wasn't meant to be historically correct. <laughs> It was not meant for it to be, because a lot of, when I was like, listening to stuff about it, a lot of what was in it was wrong. Like, she never followed her. Because I was thinking, like, this is the 1900s. You can literally disappear. You can up and leave your whole family. How was she following her? Like, it was really over-dramatized, whatever. It was over-dramatized, and... I don't know. I didn't like. I didn't like how how they threw the modern in it. I didn't like the boxing scene. Hated it. I was not here for it. Why? What's the purpose? They weren't even fighting. Most of it was them jumping around. Right. They were playing modern songs. It was just a mess. I'm not. A but that scene where it's like um, when Tiffany Haddish. I don't even remember her name in the fucking movie. When um, Tiffany Haddish was getting photographed by that girl, it was a song playing in the background. Such a fucking vibe. It's such a fucking vibe. I had to go download it. I literally Googled Madam C.J. Walker playlist just so I could find that song. I did like how they sent her to Harlem. I like how she opened up like a song. Like, that was cute. I like that story, but like... The acting was terrible. I'm sorry. I, I can't do bad acting. It, it wasn't bad acting. It was just Tiffany being Tiffany. I feel like Tiffany get cast in roles to play herself. I feel like she doesn't get cast to like play the actors. Right. She's not a character actor. She's a Tiffany. They want her because she's not Tiffany. So they put she's a fucking joke. She's a fucking joke. She's the character. A joke. Yeah. But that's what you're looking for. She fits the description. But now I can tell you what I was talking about because I was listening to this podcast called Righteous and Ratchet. It was like two men. Or it was all men. But yeah, it was all men. It was like three men. And they were talking about it. And they were like, 
about her husband, she and they were like, Well, she had it coming. And I was just like, Okay, but if the roles was reversed, you would be like, Bitch, why are you mad? This is your play your part, play your role. Like, it wouldn't have been that accepted if it would have been a woman team. It would have been, oh, Why are you not holding your man down? Uh-huh. Trying to build for y'all and build for y'all family. That would have been the narrative. Narrative wouldn't have been, well, she had it coming. No, no. No one has getting cheated on coming. No one. I, I, I get what they said. He did put up with a lot. But it's like, if you're going to put up with this much, you might as well see you through. Especially. And then, like, his dad had already told him, like, you're going to lose a good woman. Like, his dad was like, don't be like me, son. Even though his dad didn't cheat. His wife ran away or some shit like his that. Wife. Fucking man. She died. I thought she ran away. I thought he said that she ran away to the north and left them. No. She got caught. It was another story. They got caught trying to escape. Mm. And she had to leave. But she still ended up dying. But yeah, that's the thing. Usually you have men telling you like, ah, she ain't. This man is telling you you're about to F up very big and like I don't know I just feel like I feel like his biggest downfall was that he really didn't think it was their business which he had no right because she corrected that on every accord every time he was like our business he was like she's like no my business my ideas my ad like every time I don't know why he still was walking around like our factory our what no oh my god and when he came in there drunk in front of the white investors where was her staff they came after everybody left where were afterwards staff where were they where were the employees oh yeah i'm fired and then in real life she didn't um she didn't um draw out there that and draw out their divorce that long. Like when she wanted to get divorced, they got divorced. It wasn't no running around. I understand like why she would though, because they was trying to make a name off of her before they even started papers. Then little meat girl was trying to sell her own Madam T J Walker products. So I would have been like, um no, we need to go to court. We need to handle this. But they didn't even go to court. All he wanted her to do was sign the divorce papers. Yeah, but the reason that she didn't was because yeah. she didn't want them to sell products under her name. And she still tried. The fact that she mm-hmm. it was so crazy because really everybody was doing the same thing. Like Exactly. They were Talk all- about an oversaturated market. Oh my God. But I went and Googled her um products. Them bitches are kind of expensive. There's nobody buying them. You kind of got to bump the price. <laughs> if you got me, like, even if Shea Moisture is expensive, but Shea Moisture is not $30. If I'm not mistaken, one of her products was $26.99. That got to be right because it's sold in Sephora. And you know, all Sephora extra products are expensive for no fucking reason. I think it's some cheap. Madam CJ Walker products, though. Huh? I think it's some cheap Madam CJ Walker products because it's my, my, she in the hair store. 
I didn't know that. I don't think that could be the official. I mean, different things in different places. Different different items in the you know? Mm, I don't know. The fact that she stole C's formula was so funny to me. It was hilarious. Because they literally just threw it in at the very end. Damn right. All they did was show the can in the, at the beginning. And I just thought, like, they just showed that to, for motivation for her to keep pushing. But not, not that she stole it. It was never insinuated. And then, bam, right in your fucking face. But this is my thing. I feel like she really didn't steal it. Because. It's only so many hair formulas you can make. This is the 1900s. She washed clothes for a living. She's not a chemist. How is she just in her kitchen cooking up a hair formula that works, mind you, not just one that doesn't, you know, just a bunch of grease. No, she made a formula that works. How many, how many people are in here making formulas? That would be like me making shampoo in my kitchen out of just no knowledge. And she changed the scent of it. So I feel like if you can manipulate the formula and change the scent, that's a whole new formula. That's hers. It's not yours. That is that is for her. She got rid of the smell. You you couldn't even do that. Eddie still couldn't do that. She was still walking around with the same stink hair oil. So I don't know. That's crazy. You could do a lot of shady stuff back then because they didn't have tests to like Find out and they sure didn't. <clears throat> this all just be word of mouth. Yeah. Hey, did you know that Madam CJ Walker stole? And it was just crazy to me that they just wanted us to be like, like she tried to do it at the end, like when she confronted her, she tried to do it like a fucking empowerment thing, and she was like, "This is for all black women, whatever, whatever." It's like, yeah, but you could have compensated that woman. You, you really could have. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because she if you take if you take out if you take out her denying, you know, her services when she offered, she should have been compensated. Right, but we're not taking it out because that's the point. That's that's why she didn't get compensated because of that. It is not just because she turned her little offer out. She completely belittled that woman. But mind you, mind you, in real life, that woman was not like that. But in real life, Madam C.J. Walker really tried to help her, and that really happened. She really got turned away. She really got treated like that. Oh, I really just thought that was another. No, that's not. She really attempted to build that business with her. Not even build the business, just be a saleswoman. That's all she was trying to do was just sell her products. Came back with a profit. And she was talking about, you stealing from me? She got all the money in her hand. What are you talking about? Did that not sound delusional? She is sitting here. I didn't see. Here's the money. And you're I was like, literally thinking that. And I was like, okay. Let it slide. You stole from me. She brought you back money. The same money you couldn't get your little mixy light girls. They couldn't do that. She just came and did it to you. And the fact that, like, it was just that much hate and colorism in in that time period that, to the fact where you didn't even want her to promote her product. You didn't even want people to associate her with that product and to the women that you're selling it to. Exactly. 
He was trying to promote a false dream. When they came back and said, we're not making sales, she told them to tell them that her product will make those black girls' hair look like her hair. That's what she told her salespeople to go out and tell people. She just wanted to see lies. Meanwhile, you got somebody here who is representing who you're selling to and actually coming back with a profit, but you don't want that person to be a representation of your product? What? To the woman you're selling to? It ain't that many mixed women out there. It's, it wasn't. Like, that. They, they, they came few and far. So most of your customer base are black women. Girl women, right. But, but you don't want them to be a face of your product? Like, what? Oh, my God. It was crazy. And I really just love that she never straight from her past because she could have easily went with that little ad that little walker girl ad she could have easily caved in at any point mm-hmm. she was like no i'm not gonna do that and i respect that and you know one thing that really fucking threw me off one of the things the main things that i hated about that fucking show like you said those boxing scenes and like when those girls and the bike would just come out of anywhere basically like hallucinations and shit I was really thinking, are they trying to say this woman had a mental illness? Like, that shit threw me for a loop. I felt that, though, because, like, you don't never think about stuff. Because it's like, she would, she, all they did was personify, I feel like, what was going on in her head. Exactly. When you think of stuff, you see it. When you think of stuff in your head, you see it. So I feel like it was times where she, she saw that little mixed girl, especially when she saw her husband cheating on her. I'm pretty sure she was triggered from then on to just see little mixed mm-hmm. girl. He probably did have a break, like, but I feel like they were just showing, like, what she saw. Like, she she was, I feel like they really personified colorism, taking that little light girl out of her head mm-hmm. and, and making it there. And, and you see how it makes her feel. You, you know it makes her feel less than, and she said to herself in her head, these are her thoughts. What the little mixed girl is saying? Those are her words. Those are Madam CJ's Walker words. Mm-hmm. The little mixed girl sitting here saying, you know you want to look like you even though you know you never will. Her in the mirror. Those are her thoughts. I feel like they just used her as a way to show us her thoughts. But that's what she was really thinking. And that's why it's crazy that she never gave up, gave up her past. Even though she was having those same negative thoughts about herself, she was still like, I'm not gonna, you know, cave in. I feel like, I feel like that took a lot, especially mm-hmm. like, um, She was a beast. I don't know. She was just like, she get hit with something, handle it. Something else, handle it. You finna get evicted a week later, bills paid. What? A go get her. A go get her. A hustler, baby. Who is the who is the man she was talking to who wouldn't let her speak? Was hmm? it my face? Hmm? Remember where she was trying to speak at a conference and he wouldn't let her because she was a woman, but then Addie ended up speaking. Oh, Booker T. Washington? Oh, I was so mad. Oh. I hate Booker T. Washington. I was so I hate him. WD Du Bois all the way. I love WWE the boy, but that logic just didn't make any sense. No. You gotta black men first. Toxic, toxic. These niggas always been toxic. These niggas has always been toxic. It shows. But a lot of that's how a lot of men are. They're insecure as fuck. 
the black right. talk about how would it look if um, if our women excelled us it just it really makes me mad because i feel like i get it for white men because you're at the top right there's no one above you there's no one to make you feel you have to feed yourself there's no one you have to answer to except your peers because you're at the top but i feel like for any minority, not just black people, for any minority where you know what it is like to feel oppressed, how dare you oppress the gender of your race? Like what? How dare you oppress a black woman when you have been oppressed your whole life by a white man and woman, by both of them? Like, it really just confuses me because it's like, you know what it's like. You understand it firsthand. You've experienced it. We both have. So why would you come back and, and turn it on me? Like, I don't get that. That's why I feel like white women, I feel like white women should be more understandable to black people. Or just black women. I ain't gonna say black people, just black women because as women, you are, I mean, to a white man, you are looked at as inferior. So you also know what it's like to be oppressed by a white man. I feel like, I feel like you should have I just feel like people who experience what they're doing to other people should have more sympathy towards it, opposed to someone who has never felt it at all. Yeah, but mind you, at the same time, even though those um, white men are oppressing their white wives, those white women are still benefiting from the power that these black men have. And they, even though, excuse me, even though they're like, in a bad position, they're still in a better position than any other race, man or woman. They are. They're not gonna care. They're not, but I feel like it's I feel like it's worse because you know what it's like. It's like turning your back on I don't know. It's like turning your back on like like let's say you were a foster kid and this kid comes up to you or gets dropped off at your door, you open the door and it's a baby, and you just, like, walk away from it. I feel like it's, like, turning your back. I feel like, why? Why? This is what I feel like. I feel like, why? Why be like that? Because you know what's up. I ain't even using But even still, they're still having those um, lessons that they're um, superior to us. So don't... It's so crazy to me that, like, a person one day was just like, you know what? Your skin is dark. Well, I'm gonna own you. You're not a human. Like that blows my mind. And the fact that we just all kind of was like, yep. We I don't think it's more so for like they're coming over to a land that they don't they don't know anything about. They don't know the language of the land. The only people you understand, you might not even understand the people that's on the boat with you because y'all could have came from different tribes, which a lot of times have different different languages you don't know you don't people yeah like slaves like it just didn't come from one thing that's why like a lot of african americans some of them have nigerian roots some of them have cameroonian roots because they were bought from different tribes all around it's several boats that's coming and going so when you all mix it in the person beside you could speak fucking french for all you know yeah but you know you on your way to be a slave. Yeah, that's why a lot of slaves killed themselves. It wasn't like they just came. A lot of slaves jumped off the boat. A lot of them tried to fight back. It wasn't like they just went willingly. 
But after like a while and stuff, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the white man who came over and was like, I'm going, like the fact that I don't know. Like, okay, this is how, this is how I took an African American, I took an African American studies class. So I know a little something. Um, it was just more so of them, like, they came over. Okay, so white people always try to bring up, you know, black people having slaves, like African having slaves. But they weren't like slaves, like they were just prisoners of war. And a lot of times they could just work their death off. Yeah. So they have that. And then the Europeans, they were coming over, whatever, whatever. It's all about the triangular trade. They were offering these people guns and all this stuff in exchange for these people. They didn't know what's going on. They didn't under they don't speak the same language. All you know is hmm, guns, hear people. They didn't know what the hell they was walking into. And I'm pretty sure if they knew that was going to happen to those people, I don't think they would have sent them. I really don't think that's what would have happened. I just feel like I'm so happy I was born in the modern decade and century because you cannot sell people. It's not okay. I'm so happy that I did not grow up in such a barbaric time. Like they would have had to stone me. I know I would would have been a billionaire. So. I would have had to be like a merchant. I would have to been like a billionaire merchant. I would have been rich. I would have married into money. I would have to do something because they wouldn't have that opportunity, nigger. I'm talking on Africa. Oh yeah, well definitely yeah. It's his boy. This is African boy. He's on my own snap because he's a little William Carey. It's amazing how beautiful his fucking um, country is. But their malls, their room, his girlfriend's room is humongous. And it's just so, and their houses are so beautiful. It's crazy. I want to go back to Africa. <laughs> I really want to plan a trip. I really do, but I don't know why I always get, I feel like, what if I get stuck? I always think, what if I get stuck somewhere? That's where my anxiety stems from because when I was out on my trip, that's all I was thinking about. Like, what if something happens to me and I cannot leave? Like, I was checking my account. I know how much money in my account. Every hour, I'm just looking, just in case. I need to do just. <laughs> I need to get back home. Yeah, that shit's scary. Yeah, I, 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 I was just smoking, 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 trying to smoke it away. I'm still sitting there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm if I feel like if I um had a car, I would have been taking many trips by now just to like get me ready for that. Cause I have, I be having hilly days off, and I would, I'm, I would just go, do something. But imagine if I can do it. Imagine all that anxiety on the trip by yourself. Then imagine that plus your family, like your kids, like, oh my god, like if you take a family vacation, like your husband, your kids, I would be so worried. Like me, all together. Huh? Why if y'all together? I'm I'm confused by what you're saying. Because my fear is about getting stuck. Oh yeah. So 
I don't want me and my family, my kids. I'd rather get stuck with myself before I get stuck with my family. Well, no. <laughs> I think about it from like a mother, like <laughs> I'd rather get stuck with myself than get stuck with my kids. I'm gonna say that. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. That sounds just so bad as soon as I say it. Yeah, I'm like, what the? <laughs> but I think I know what you meant, anyways. You, you catch the Mm. I'm so ready to have a family. Oh my god. I'm gonna be old with kids. I know I am. I don't think that for you. You know, I know it. <laughs> I, I don't know. think that for you. I know it. But I can see it, but I don't think it. You can't see me in the old <laughs> middle age. <gasps> middle age work for the teenagers. I don't know, man. But if I don't find, if I don't like get a husband, I might not have kids until like later on in life. I ain't even hmm? cooking off kids because I feel like if I can't have them, it wasn't meant for me to have, and I'll just adopt and I'll just be happy with my little blended family. And I'm adopt kids that clearly not my like Chinese. Can you adopt me, please? Yeah, sure. Just... Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Let me know. I used to say I wanted to adopt, but... Oh, my gosh. You should watch Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. You don't have Hulu. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I would give you mine, but it's not mine. I'm gonna give you make another a make another email address because it's only like it's a mini series. I think it's only like four episodes, four or five. You ever seen a handmade still? The who? A handmade still. I mean, I started it. So it's kind of. I stopped. So good. It, I feel like it's good because it's so possible. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't. I didn't get. I didn't get far enough because I didn't understand how it just went from modern to like this old time, and I just I didn't completely get the backstory. The more you watch it, the more they like. You know how you watch it, and the more you watch it, the more they go into. Yeah. Like they show scenes from the past, so the more you watch it, like the husband, I mean the wife, the main wife, um, she was like, which wife? The wife to the handmaid goes about the one that got pregnant, like the captain man's wife. Yeah, the wife. What they mainly focus on? Yeah, focus on one handmaid for real. The wife, she. Well, I can't what are you talking about? I couldn't say nothing because you didn't watch it, so I couldn't be like, who did this? But yeah, her, like, it showed, she was like a really successful public, um, published author. She was like a feminist. Like, she, she was so, um, 
I don't know. She was just so completely opposite from what mm-hmm. she was going for. Because she was going for this. But, but it started out showing her and her husband, like, just being normal people. Everybody was normal. And then you slowly see them start to take over Congress and, like, pass certain bills. And, shut. like, they start making moves. And then one day they just... They just shut everything down. They just lock. You can't. You can't leave. So if you can't escape the borders, where you gonna go? Exactly. Right. So and the people who did, like the men who escaped, they caught you. They shot you because they didn't need you. And then you know, because they they were doing it because of a pandemic. So you can you can initiate certain laws in situations like that. So I don't know. I don't remember how, but they got they got it shut down. And. I mean, they didn't need men, so they were killing the men. And if you weren't fertile, they were killing you too. They only needed they only needed the women who were fertile, because the way the world worked, it was only for the elite. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you could throw away. Really, you only need people who can give birth, and they only need to give birth to people who matter. One percent matters. The ninety, who cares? Like, I don't know. The fact that they got it that far is was crazy. And the fact that you could cross the border and go to Canada and it's normal again, like that was wild to me. Yeah. I'll I'll start back on it then. Oh yeah, you didn't know. I don't want to That's all I needed. That's all I really needed. I needed some type of background. I need to cut this on my hair. Yeah, it's good. I'm behind now. I think it's now like season three. I stopped at like two because I don't have to do anymore. Bitch, I'm on the first fucking season episode three it's good i think in season two she um she almost got away she was i was mad i was wait did she like turn back no i'm talking about like after she had already been uh, um after she had already been a handmaid and stuff she almost got away so during all this she had almost got away Do you know who Amber Riley is? I think. She was on the actress from Glee. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I didn't know who she was, but I was one of the podcasts I was listening to. They had her as a guest. I feel like I say I listen to podcasts every five fucking minutes. But it's really all I do. They had her on as a guest and she was just dropping like bomb after bomb, gym after gym. I was like, who is this black girl? I love Amber. And she said something that like really just got me. I'm trying to remember what she said. Um, oh, she was talking about anxiety because she said she had anxiety and stuff and they were like talking about like how people how it was weird for people in the industry to have anxiety and she was like well I don't have anxiety in my talent like if I could see my baby ancient doing something I'm good at but just being me like that's not my talent like exactly but that's not even the way it stuck out. She was talking about her social anxiety and she was like and her therapy. Cause I just started going to therapy and I was I really I had like what's it Sunday? I had a session yesterday. Completely born like 
took nothing from it. We got nothing pointless, really. Mm. I was like, wow, this really isn't doing anything. And it's like, I have to do the work. I can't just sit there. And, like, what is she going to ask me? She's going to ask me what I, I tell her. So I was like, wow. Because Erin was talking about it. And she was like, you know, a big part, a big part of her therapy was um she had to point out her thought she had okay she was explaining social anxiety she was like people think like oh I just get nervous around people and I could just stop being nervous and she was like no like you have to work like every time her um anxiety goes off it's a thought it's a thought behind <clears throat> it's a thought behind your anxiety mm-hmm. People don't go that far. So every time you get anxious about something, there's a reason you get anxious. And she was like, what I had to do is I had to start taking those moments when I get anxious and asking myself, why am I anxious? Mm-hmm. And okay, I'm anxious because I think people are talking about me, but I know people aren't. So you have to start telling yourself. That. So that's all social anxiety is, is you telling yourself false thoughts. So she was like, you have to go in and pinpoint what is making you so anxious and tell yourself the truth like is that true are people really talking about me here or are these a group of strangers who don't know me and don't have anything to say about me and aren't even looking my way but in my head I'm like oh my god they hate me and I was like wow and it really stuck out to me because I started doing it I don't know when it was like a month ago I would just do it every now and then but I didn't know like what I was doing but like it would only happen when I was high. When I was sober, I didn't really do it that much. But when I was high, like, I would be going to the store. It's a lot of times I would drive and go to the store, like a grocery store, and be like, I cannot get out of this car. I'm going home. I drove four miles, wasted so much gas, didn't get anything I needed. And I was like, you know what? I am not mentally prepared for this. And I go home, like, so many times. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I started smoking, I started asking myself, like, why don't I want to get out the car? And I was like, oh, because I think people are going to talk about me. No, who gives? No one cares. Like, literally, nobody in this store is worried about Dejanay Evans at all. And I noticed I was doing that. So when she said it, it was like, oh, so this is how I can fix it. Because I was doing it, but I wasn't really doing it actively. I wasn't doing it with the intent of trying to completely kill my social anxiety. I was just doing it to be like, nobody's like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, you should be talking to yourself. You're like, you just being paranoid. But when she said it, I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's the work you have to do. Like, I don't know. My mind was blown. It was, she said a lot of stuff, and I was just like, this is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said something else. She was like, it was really hard for her to find a therapist because she talks well. She's very well spoken. She mm-hmm. she's well spoken and she can talk about what she's feeling. And I felt like that applied to me. Because you know, a lot of people go to therapy and they don't know about their mental illness. They don't even know they have one. Mm-hmm. They don't know they have anxiety. It's like they just have to do so much work to get them to acknowledge mm-hmm. the pain. I don't need that. I know I'm very screwed up and I can tell you what my problems are. Mm-hmm. I have anxiety. I feel like this. I have these issues. I can explain all that well. 
And I feel like that's where most of the work starts is trying to get, I don't need that. And I feel like she was like, I feel like I can like finesse my way out of them. Basically, like I can, I can make it sound good and tell them what my problems are, but they're not really helping me get to the root of them. Cause I know what they are, but they're not helping me find a solution. And she was like, I found this one therapist who, she was like, he told her, you're waiting for the shoe to drop. Like, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's already dropped. What are you going to do? Like, come on. And she was like, oh, this is the one. Because he wasn't trying to hear all that. Like, and I was like, oh, my God. And I don't, I don't know if I need another therapist because this is coming soon. And, again, I haven't been doing my part. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try next time to do what Amber said. But she was really just. I need to send you the podcast. She was going off, and I loved. It. I listened to it like three times. It was so good. Oh, I just—it's crazy. It's crazy when it's like you've been experiencing things your whole life, and you don't really know what it is. You finally can like put a word to it, put a name to it, and you're like, "Oh my God, this is a thing." Other people have this problem. This is something I can solve. It's just like your mind just gets blown. I don't know. I'm a fan. Amber, I'm gonna follow you on the ground. You should. And listen to her singing videos. That bitch can her voice is so cute. Listen. I did watch I had watched that podcast with her on YouTube, so I knew she was big, but when I was list- I listened to it again. And I was listening to it, I was like, she sounds like a a petite little midget. Like, her voice is so cute. I was like, I didn't hear her sing, but I know she can. I know she can. Her voice is so like, naturally, just like, cute. I was like, oh my god. But yeah, I like her. Damn, she's gay to bed. I've never seen an episode of Lee. Bitch, you need to go watch Glee. I probably did see episodes. I don't remember. I wasn't a Glee fan. I was. I was a Gleek. Wow. (laughs) Every night, bitch. Every night in the living room. I sat there and watched it. I love that show. I don't really like musicals, so that would have never worked. That's why I wasn't. But it's like. But every the music always reflected what was going on. It wasn't like they just broke out in the song, even though they kind of did sometimes. Yes. But it was all like in the show choir room for the most part, and all the songs matched perfectly with the situation, and they could all actually sing, and the acting was good, and there was a good fucking storyline. They got oh. it was like what seven seasons, maybe I think I can't remember. Glee, I cried, I cried to that show. I'm crying. Listen, all that sound good, but the singing is gonna piss me off every time. I just don't like it. I just you don't skip like it. it. You can skip through it. I'm I, telling you, it's so good. I'm I'm fine. I have no desire to watch it. Like, you know how some shows you hear about, like some people like the walking day, like you're like, I'm gonna watch it one day, like the game of thrones. I have no desire to watch it. None. As a Gleek, I just want to say fuck you because it's such a good show. I cried. I don't think there were any shows back then that I just faithfully watched. 
think I started watching Glee because, well, I know. Glee, we didn't have cable, and that's one of the shows that you got for free. And I was like, oh, this shit kind of good. And so I always used to watch it then. Hell, I can't even remember no shows from back then besides Glee. High school, what was I watching? I was watching a lot of YouTube content, honestly. YouTube and Netflix. When we came out? Oh, no, I'm talking about high school. Oh, awesome day. <laughs> Do you know when we came out? I'm not watching cable. I don't watch cable now. I don't watch TV either. I watch TV shows, but I don't watch TV. I don't even watch TV shows. If it's not a, a show on YouTube, <laughs> Netflix. Oh my God, what the fuck? Netflix, they have a show called Shit's Creek. It's really good. It's so funny. I think you'll like it. Netflix has a lot of good shows. Hmm? Netflix has a lot of good shows. They really I don't do. I don't care if every network television site gets a streaming service. I'm not leaving Netflix. I do not care. Unless one comes out cheaper because it's $14. I don't either, but these $14, that's a lot out of my daddy check. I'm weak. It just don't make no sense that they're that high. Nobody else is this Well, high. I feel like they're that high because... Well, I they, know why they're high. I'm just saying they, they shouldn't be that fucking high. They do a lot. I feel like Netflix... Because this is the thing. All these networks that are getting streaming services, they already have the budget made in for shows. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Netflix now gets most of their views from their originals. Oh, most definitely. Because back in the day, it was like, oh my god, you can watch this and this. Like, Netflix used to have everything you wanted to watch, but most shows are going back to their original network because they're having their own streaming service, which is fine. But I feel like Netflix has to charge more because they have to produce more of their yeah. own content. I know that's the reason why. Right. Whereas other networks, they already got the content. They just give it to you online. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 a Netflix stand. Netflix ain't never did nothing but keep me in bed at night and help me go to sleep and keep me entertained. I I like cool blue too. I mean, I only have Hulu because he gave it to me. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. I just never really thought. Because I don't be watching shit like that. I be on my phone a lot. But. I don't know. I kind of like HBO. I love HBO, actually. I don't ever get on there. But they have a lot of great options. You need to watch Euphoria if you haven't already. Baby, baby, babe. I watched Euphoria three times. <laughs> what? Euphoria? That show had me stuck for a mm-hmm. month. That was a good That was. It a really was. And I loved, I really loved that Zendaya got to get a better role instead of this from Childish Jack Wilson giving her. Yeah, well, she played that druggy so well. She really did. She had the look. She really did it. You would have thought based on her real life, the way she was acting. 
they played in here, I did. All of them, it was really good. It really was. I feel like that was in my high school thing, per se, but I know it was a lot of people. I said, I know that wasn't my high school experience, but I know a lot of people <laughs> was like that where I hear. But people talk about high school like college. These kids grown as hell now. That's what I'm saying. Like, not like in age. These kids grown as hell. You can't tell them nothing. These kids are grown as hell. This is real thing. That's what I'm saying. These kids are grown as hell. In all of these generations, you got these kids that don't listen. I just don't know, like, what's going on that you want to just get. I don't, I don't know, man. People that do hard drugs, they scare me, man. They fucking scare me. I feel like Euphoria was like a really good. I feel like it just showed how hard it is to be like a child, like a teen. I feel like nobody talked about that. Like, mm-hmm. It is really hard. That is a really difficult stage in life where it's like you're old enough to be an adult, but you're still looked upon as a child. But then sometimes you're supposed to act like an adult, but then other times you know your place. It's it's so hard to like navigate that field. And I feel like teens go through a lot. I feel like they go through more than adults because you're young, you're impressionable. Well, I feel like. I feel like most adult problems stem from the financial I feel like they stem from financial problems. Most most adult people's lives, whatever the problem is, unless it's like relationships, it stems from money. I think teens deal with more um, difficult things than financial problems, you know? Like, because like getting talked about in high school, people kill themselves off of beds. That leads to death. And that's enough to make a person want to kill themselves. You don't think this kids go through a lot bullying? You don't get bullied in your adult life. When you're an adult, you don't really get if you're getting bullied. It's, 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 it's some it's some it's some niggas that get punked around in their thirties. I ain't even gonna lie to you. And you don't have to take that. You can switch your home, your job, whatever it's coming from, you can report it to HR. You can take certain measures to prevent that, and that person will have to face Real life consequences. If that's what the route you want to go, but as a teen, you can't escape high school. You're in high school five days a week for eight hours a day, every day with the same people. Like you, you, the world is so small to you, and I feel like that's what makes your problems seem so big. Because mm-hmm. when you realize how big the world is and how big your problems can be, then everything seems small. But when you're in that world, all your problems. Huge, huge. You you never see your way out of it. That's true. That's very true. Victoria was so good. I love. What is her name? Um, the girl. I don't remember names. Football boyfriend. I don't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. Boyfriend. You know this Sam? She is so pretty to me. She is so pretty to me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about their relationship because he only chose her once. <laughs> and I, and I that, was, like, that was a toxic relationship. It was really toxic because they weren't even in it for it. First of all, he had his own demons. Exactly. Wasn't he gay? Yeah, he yep. 
Well, yeah, he had his own business. He was like, he was really just keeping her alive for a look, like for the facade. And she was just with him for the stuff, I guess. Cause her her home wasn't. Yeah, that's why. That's one of the things I noticed. They're from two different backgrounds. They are. They can. When I saw his house and her house, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. You would think she was. Yeah, but she was with them and with them, you know. She just knew how to dress. They just knew how to dress. They just yeah, she's pretty. They was pretty. I don't know what her, I don't know if she was a top, she's gay, right? Did they just bi in the show? Who, his girlfriend? No, Zendaya. His who? I'm sorry. Zendaya. Oh, gay or bi, I don't know. It never specified. I'm assuming that she's. Bye. I think she's a dick on her. I don't no, know. Kiss the boy. Hmm. I think she just kissed the boy. No, they said something about sucking dick. I don't remember. Probably. Everybody was just so weird. Yeah. It was, a lot of weird, it was a lot of weird things going on. I feel like I can't live my life like that. Like it was just a lot of uncertainty. <laughs> amongst everybody like with how they felt with situations when i found out that dude was that man dad and then he was i was like oh my god i screamed i screamed wait when what she i can't remember none of their names when the i know i know characters i don't need names when the the transgender girl went out to chili When she went got the chili? Yeah. That, why? Why did you do that? To let it be known. She went fucking lying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. forgot. But when I thought, this is my thing. Did did the football player know? Yeah, that's what confused the fuck out of me. Because it's like you didn't know. Because he didn't know. Didn't know. I think he found out eventually. I think he was talking to her because he liked her, and I think he was questioning. And then when he found out, like about her and his dad, then I think that's when it became. I don't remember. Did he see a tape or did he saw I something? I really don't remember. He saw something because yeah, he definitely saw something. He put it together. That's why I'm thinking that he started that after. I don't. I can't. I can't remember the timeline. It was too much. It was way too much going on. But, you know, he... Well, no, because it kind of started, if I'm not mistaken, it started after the party. What? Um, that whole dating app thing. Because he knew who she was. Was she herself on... Yeah, she was. He oh, was. so he knew. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, he was a catfish. I, I couldn't remember if she was portrayed as herself or somebody else. Oh, he definitely came out. I could, because she put it. But no, I mean, in terms of like when it first started, I think he might have have liked her in something. And then when he found out that her and his dad was fucking, then I think that's when they just. Oh, but I don't know. It wasn't too many like. But he knew his, he knew what she was though. Oh yeah, definitely that. So that's what I'm saying. Either like with the plotting 
he maybe liked her because I think it's like for the first two games. He either liked her, like you can have beef with somebody and still like them. Or, and so that's why he was doing it, or like he felt like he had to retaliate against her for at the party. And so then that. And then no. the dad was just a top icing on the cake. I think he liked her. I think he's gay. If I'm being honest with you, like full, full blown gay. He gives that vibe. And I feel like that's why he tries so hard to be macho. You know, he's being secure. He, he really gives positive gay vibes. That's why he kept his girlfriend around. And she saw it. He didn't have a You don't need all these. You, you can see all them dicks. If I'm not mistaken, she, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the narration feel like she makes him feel like a man or something like that. Who? The girlfriend. Like the, the cheerleader to the football guy. Mm-hmm. Like when I was describing, I think Zendaya was like, she makes him feel like a man. Oh, because he shoved her ass out at the fucking fair. No, I'm talking about, I was talking about why he was. I thought he was gay because I forgot he saw all his dad basically having sex with uh, anything he could find, any little boy he could find. Mm-hmm. But do you think that's enough to like really like make you gay? Uh, I don't think it would make you. I think it would make you curious. But he seemed like he's more than curious. He seemed like. But I mean, he never, it's never been depicted that he's been with a guy, so he wouldn't know. I think he was just curious to know, to figure out his identity, but he can't, being, you know, being straight, like being that macho, and then you coming out of this gate, like that would not be accepted. Especially because your dad is going to be in, he ain't came out yet, so why would you? That is crazy. And the fact that he's not, he didn't like tell. I'm sorry. I always kind of been on my mom's side. I'm just, I'm going to my mom. You gotta come see this. Yeah. And the fact that he just had like, sex with the fact that he just had sex with so on his desk. I mean, what? But if the, if the son can get in, I think the wife can get in. That's my point. Like, how do you not? You know, parents, you know, fucking people be married to people and they don't be fucking. They don't. They don't be. They don't be here. They be two different fucking places. Cause how you think you finna keep spending nights at motels and money and I'm not finna exactly. go every night on Friday. You go at eight o'clock and this is fifty dollars transit. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna be before you get there. <laughs> exactly. But no. they can be caring. You know, a lot of times white women, well, as far as it's being depicted as, in case this does go anywhere, I don't wanna battle, battle any feathers. But you know, a lot of times white women, they just be marrying for family or for status. That's it. They don't be giving a fuck about their family. They just wanna have the image of being the perfect family. That's so toxic. No, that's all they be known. That's what they mama be teaching them. Well, that's what they be saying. A lot of times people don't put their stuff first. That's crazy. I can never. So far. I was watching A Bad Mom's Christmas. Have you seen that? Hmm? A Bad Mom's Christmas. You seen A Bad Mom? No. I've not even heard of that. 
I'm not even gonna get too into detail, but it was about moms and her and the 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 main character's mom, so the grandma in this story. She was like, I feel like I wish my mom and my and her mom and her grandma could just like sat down and watch that. Because I feel like that was my family. Like her her okay, so the grandma was like her mom was terrible. Her mom, she was like, she called me a whore when I got my ears pierced at 15. One of them parents. She was one of them. So then, of course, in turn, that made her be a little crazy, but she doesn't see herself as crazy because of what she's used to, you know? She, her level of crazy is up here. So, of course, this is her, and she thinks she's here because she used to this. You know, she's still up there with her too. So that's how she acts. And then she was married. And the girl was talking to her dad. She was like, how do you put up with mom? Like, how do you put up with all this and all this extraness? And he was like, I know your mom. Your mom is a little girl that is hurt and insecure. And the whole time throughout the movie, the mom is like, a bitch, disgusting, like, you know, doing the most. He was like, your mom has been beaten up her whole life by her mom. She has no self-confidence. And the only thing she ever thinks about, because the mom and the grandma, they had gotten a fight and they weren't talking. She was like, the only thing she asked, she constantly asked me, how did she do raising you? That's all she asked me. Did I do a good job raising me? Did I, you know, was I a good mom? That's all she worries about. But from the way she acts, you would think that she hated her daughter. You would think that, because it's just how cold she is. But when he told her that, I was like, oh my. Like, it's really all about perspective. Like, everybody sees things different. So you see her as being this mean and cold mom and dramatic and all this. But that's just what she knows. That's mm -hmm. all she knows. And she tried her best. And it's like her best wasn't even good enough. But they ended up making up in the church. And I cried. I cried my little black eyes up. I cried. And she was like, the daughter was like, she was like, I just want to tell, she wanted this long rant, but then the end, she was like, I just want to tell you, you are the best mom ever. And then the mom started crying, or she was, yeah, she started crying, and I was like, oh my God, because she apologized first. She was like, I'm sorry. And the mom just sat there. <laughs> and the other mom was like, this is the part where you apologize, bitch. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, looking at her daughter. But when she said that, she started crying. She was like, I just want to be a good mom. I'm sorry. And then relationship peace. It was a beautiful thing. You should watch it. I feel like I'm Googling it right now. It's on Netflix. I feel like mothers and daughters have like the worst relationships. I don't know why, but I definitely thought this was a black family. No, I'm just why I said I cried my little black eyes out because I was watching the white. It is the because listen, I was high when I was watching it. It is the whitest movie ever, but it is so fucking funny. I was dying the whole time. It is you're like, high. You, I know why you you were dying. You were high. I'm not watching it. It was funny. Like, this shit is rated. It got a five point six out of ten on IDBM. It got a 31 on Rotten Tomatoes, and then it got a 2 out of 4 on Roger Elberg, Ebert. You just can't. I don't care about none of it. It was funny to me. 
I laughed. I enjoyed myself about the whole movie. I had a smile on my face. And then I also related. So, I mean, if there's that, I relate to the story. So, of course, I'm going to like it more. But it was funny to me. Grandma, the daddy was laughing to grandma, and she was like, oh, you think it's funny? You think it's funny if I switch out your heart medication? And when I tell you the scared the most dead face came on, he was like, he was, he was, he was done. Why would you say that? You think it's funny if I switch out your heart medication? That's not funny. <laughs> what medication? Heart medication? I heard. Can you repeat that one more again? She said, you think it'll be funny if I switch out your heart medication? <laughs> His smile dropped. <laughs> Very fast. I tell my grandma I'm going to have her own um, diabetes medicine. Oh, you told your grandma that? Why would you say that? <laughs> and they be playing with me. You hold her, you hold her insulin hostage. <laughs> I don't fuck with my grandmother. Why not? She's a bitch. My was too, but I love her. No, like she's like a real life bitch. I don't fuck with her. No, no, I don't think you understand like what I mean. Like yeah, because. I- my mama was just really annoying. Yeah, I don't mean that, like, she was a real bitch. My grandma on my dad's side, they had beef. I don't know, I don't know why, but both of my grandmas, my grandma on my mom's side and my grandma on my dad's side, they did not like each other. <laughs> so, I'm happy. And then, like, my dad be saying that his mom was mean and she wasn't well-liked. And then my grandma, I don't like her, so... Well, why they both was hmm? why you don't like her? At least you still got your grandparents. I ain't got no more. They all gone. I'm done. And that's on the verge. She's on the verge. <laughs> yeah. I've never met my I think I met my dad's mom once when I was like really young, but I think she was on like her deathbed or something. Or something. I don't really know. I don't remember. I just really pray I have a strong family. Like I know my granny. Like I want I want a big happy family. I mm-hmm. really, and I want it to be like where I die, someone else is gonna take over the role. Like the big mama, but modern version, because I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> I'm be fine. I'm be a, gr- a grandma, but but like the big mama of the house, the fine mama. That's what you know. Or the gill. The gill? I'll be a gill. Get off my lawn. Get off my zoom. You know how old Bernice Burgess is? She's a grandmother. Yeah, because she had her child young. She had her child at 15. But she's like in her 50s or her 40s. Late 40s? She's in her late 40s. No, Bernice is not. Bernice is 30 something. She's in her late 30s or early 40s. Lies you hell. She's 39. She had her baby when she was 15. Her daughter is like 22. I really thought she was like, everybody, everybody always calling these old. Yeah, they just be calling her grandma because she's an actual grandma, but I mean, saying that she's young. But still, think about 40-year-old me. I feel, I just feel like Bernice is going to have to date who's younger than her. Because there's not a lot of fine niggas her age. Like, the selection just keeps getting slimmer with age. Mm. Not in terms of regular niggas, but she only fuck with rich niggas. All rich niggas, well, not all, but most of them rich niggas are old anyways. 
I'm talking about from a looks point of view. Oh yeah, definitely. She's kind of she she's she doesn't have the body or the face of someone to date someone regular. Bernice doesn't give that Walmart girlfriend vibe. You know what I'm trying to say? I get it because I'm at some point you're not going to be giving me that vibe. I have made it my not 2020 but 2021. My goal is to be a bad bitch every day. Cause you know, it takes what thirty days <laughs> to, to acquire a new habit. Yeah, I can form a habit. Mm-hmm. I can go hard for a month. Every day beats outfits. Oh no, I ain't got the energy for that. <laughs> and it's so crazy because I always used to have my makeup done at school, but now i be forgetting how to pull lashes sometimes. That's how long I go without wearing makeup. I feel like people look at me. Like, I feel like people look at you more when you got makeup on. I feel like I low-key blend in more when I just look normal. Because mm-hmm. everybody do makeup, but everybody can't do makeup. So. And uh, everybody don't wear it. Like, I come with a full beat. Bitches is looking at me crazy. Like, man. Yeah. You going to the club? No, see, I'm going to the doctor. <laughs> I'm going to get groceries. What? Exactly. That's exactly how I am. And, and who's going to be my ass for it? Nobody. Um, I don't know. Oh, the pressure is on. Um, ooh, I don't know. Um, I just have a story. That's all I be having. A story, story about what? I'm a cautionary tale. You know what? I'm a cautionary tale. I got a story. Divulge. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I really forgot. <laughs> I was trying to think of what. I wasn't going to say that until you spoke. Like, all my stories is just like ghetto things that have happened to me like romantically or sexually. Okay, okay, I got a story. So, I used to stay in apartments for like my high school career and I shared a room with my little sister, right? So, one day... It was like, it was a weekday. It was like, you know, a regular school day. I had ran a bath because I wanted to soak because I was stressed from junior, from sophomore year. I was just stressed out, you know, so I ran a bath, a boat bath. And um, I had started cleaning up because, you know, when the water's too hot, you got to little like, yeah, you know, you know, a little extra time, you give it to calm down. So I, I went and did something and me and my sister shared a room. And I didn't know where she was. My mom was like, where is um your sister? And I was like, where is she? You're right. <laughs> where right. is she? So I'm looking in the room, in my room. I don't see her. She, mind you, mind you, this is a two-bedroom apartment. It is not too many places you can go, okay? I think I know how this story goes. It's a two-bedroom. <laughs> it is a two-bedroom apartment. We are panicking. We are looking in every room, in every door. We do not see this little girl. 
My mom, we look, were looking outside because we stood on the first floor. So she, she could have walked outside. We are looking outside. It's been like 30 minutes. We have not found her. She is on the phone with the police. In the file report, where is my baby? Blah, 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 blah. So I'm, I finally sit down. Because at this point, we didn't look everywhere. She's not here. I finally sit down because I'm like, okay, well, I can't do nothing now. I just got to wait for the police. So I'm like, oh, my water. Your eye opens up the bathroom. Why is my sister asleep? He is asleep in my water, in the tub. She is fully dressed, not cheating the tub. I don't know what she was off of. She was fully dressed in the tub, sleep. I know you freaking lie. I was like, what? I would call my mom. I said, look at this. Look at this. And I think we, I think she had got woke up out of her sleep. Like she was sleeping on the couch or something. My mom was like, go to your room. And she was still half asleep and she got into the tub. I don't know. She really like, if you don't wake her all the way up, she's not up. Like, just because she's moving and yeah, she's not up. No. She's a deep sleeper. She got her ass in with the clothes on. That's my thing. You sat in, in you put both feet in. She didn't care. She probably thought it was her bag. You know how, like, sometimes, well, no, you can't really relate it to that. My thing is, I was gonna go to sleep in that water. Not you. Like, I was preparing that for me. I was so mad. The water was cold too, like not cold, but it was lukewarm by the time she we found her. But I was just like, wow, this is real crackhead behavior. I just am not supportive. So how did it go after that? She got her ass up the tub and I had to run more fucking water. And the water was that fucking hot because I had just ran a whole fucking bath full of water. So I got to take a warm shower too. I mean, a warm bath too. And she just changed her clothes and got in bed. And I was like, this is so stupid. I literally, I took speech, I took college speech in uh, high school. And I think I wrote one of my speeches on this. That, I apologize to everybody in that class because I was so awkward. Mm. And I know I was. God, this whole class made me uncomfortable. Just the thought of going there made my blood pressure rise. So I'm so sorry if you think I'm weird or if you thought I was weird. I'm not weird. I'm not. Okay, one fucking, one fucking presentation. I started crying, and I bet they was wondering, bitch, why would you talk about something like this? Like, why would you talking about? I ain't like, I read about my uncle. My uncle committed suicide. And so I wanted to talk about it, and I was just, <laughs> and I was like, hold on, give me a minute. I was just crying in front of everybody. Let me ask you something. I, did you get A? Oh, yeah. Right, and that's automatic. That is every automatic. Every single presentation I did in Miss McKenzie class, I think that's her name, or Miss Kelly, I don't fucking know. Yeah, Miss McKenzie, I made an A. I was fucking exempt from the class, uh, from the nine weeks. I was not. Um. I wasn't as awkward in that class. I took that in like 10th grade. I wasn't that awkward in that class. That's a good Because I had friends. So, and it was like, it was really deep with niggas. Actually, it was a really great class. I don't know how y'all was set up, but we had it like half the desk on this, half the yeah. desk and the other half on this side. 
And when I tell you that was the most segregated classroom I ever seen. Oh, I was the only black person in there. It was just me. It was this mixed boy and that girl, Hallie. She's white, but her dad's mixed. Yeah, I know you're talking about. That's all it was. I was when I took college because I took that. I took Miss McKenzie's speech class, and now I took it. I took the college version because I was like, I'm. I refuse to take this in college. I refuse. I was not taking no kind of speech class in college. Okay, I'm gonna do this now because I. Oh. Because the co- but the, the college class it was literally like twelve people in the whole class. That was oh that was Tanner mom. She taught that class. I don't know who the fuck that is. I've never heard of that. It's okay, don't worry. About it. I, I keep forgetting you left, but yeah, it was only twelve people in that class. So that sounds way better than two hundred at a major university. So I was like, I'm gonna take it here. I already know when I was in choir, my friend Kelsey. Like, it was our first performance, and I went there, and I was shaking, and she literally had to hold my hand the entire performance. I was never scared for choir performances, because I did do choir a little bit. I wasn't scared. I was really awkward in that class, and the only other black person in there was Kalani. Who? Lonnie. You remember Lonnie? Mulligan? Yeah. Yeah. I've never had a conversation with a girl. That was my that was my bitch in the, in middle school. I think it was middle school because she used to stay in the same apartments as me. But that was the only black person I had in the class. But she knew all the people. I didn't know them. So I was really awkward in that class, and I just want to personally apologize to all of y'all because they probably thought I was just this weird fat black. <laughs>
nothing, nothing. You do it. 